Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Jad Prather Show. I'm a fast talk at some bitch. It's Wednesday, hump day. <laughs> Sarah Gonzalez. What's your shirt say? What's your shirt say? Prosecute Fauci. Prosecute Fauci, which you can find at realwomensclub.com. Look at you, girl. I got to take some pictures of you. You're going to model that here in a little while. All right. Post it up. Okay, let's do it. Realwomensclub.com. I am my, it's, listen, I, it's, I wore it to compliment my loud, some people might call this outfit loud. I call it Sarah Gonzalez. I was going to say, I just call it another day. You just, it's just how you are. Look at those <laughs> boots. Look at those shoes. Are those comfortable to wear? Actually, they are. Yeah. And it's very chilly here in Dallas today and I have, it's lined with fur, so. Yeah, they, they look very warm. Yeah, they're very nice. Warm. They're the boots with the fur. It's very David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike my Crocs with no socks right I, there. I legitimately cannot believe that you came into town in Crocs. I know. I mean, walk through the mud puddles. Oh, Heck yeah. yeah. I, I'm just, you know, I go through phases, Sarah. I go through phases of real lazy. You are in the phase of not giving a shit. I, I can tell you zero. that. You know, I, I am re-listening to, I, I want to recommend a book to you guys. I want to recommend, it's, it's called... Uh, uh, the subtle art of not giving a f- <laughs> and uh, I'm dead serious when I tell you don't get caught up in the language of it uh, Mark Manson uh, he, he sold over 10 million copies of that book it's a fantastic book have you ever read it no but you've heard of it have you ever oh, heard of yeah. it oh of yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a blockbuster yeah I'm, I'm listening to it I'm listening to the audiobook of it um, again and devouring it. Mm-hmm. And he makes an incredible point in there. He says, you know, you have limited number of days on this planet, which means you have limited number of Fs to give. Yeah. And once you hit that quota of Fs, you have no more Fs. Yeah. So stop giving them. Stop like, giving them. I really like that. And, and so he, he dives into this whole thing about how we worry about the wrong things, right? Sometimes I go through phases where I'm like, you know, I'm just going to reset. Just going to reset. Because if you guys had any idea how my brain works, mm. and I'm not saying I'm some kind of special, unique savant. I'm just oh, saying, he's special. I'm just saying my brain runs. I was up at 4 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was up, and I, when my eyes open up, zing, I'm gone. I'm just, whoom. And there's so many things that I want to say. Yep. There's so many things. I mean, and again... I can't always say them all. Every now and then you'll see a little glimmer of that and it pisses people off. And the fact that I still have any restraint, if I ever get to a point where like, like maybe something happens and like that demented part, you know, the dementia part hits in and I just start saying whatever's on my brain. Oh my God, just put me down. (laughs) Don't let that in the world. Don't let that in the world, Brandon. I'm telling you, it would not be good. You know, I look at some of these people out here who have, uh, you know, in big con, isn't that the phrase these days? Big con, who are, uh, who have done so well for themselves by running their mouth. And maybe I guess I did it wrong. <laughs> you know, maybe I did it wrong because I, because I try to be a nice guy and I try to get along with everybody. And, you know, there's still a bunch of people out there that think I'm an asshole. I'm really not. But to each their own, if you think I am, again, <laughs> I don't give a <laughs> f. Um, the, uh, you know, I, but I'm sitting here thinking maybe I should have just blathered everything out and, you know, recorded some conversations or something and just whatever. I mean, apparently that's the way we do things these days. Um, There's still but, time. You but can, I, you can, I mean, you know, I you don't know. There's still man. time. You can still do this. There's still time. Call me, Jeremy. Um, 
the uh, <laughs> I'm just saying if they want to give 50 million dollars to someone <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying you know <laughs> we're hey, just listen, kidding please listen we're just kidding we're gonna get a phone call for that I'm kidding listen I want to tell you guys something I want to care because people keep sending us messages and, and want to do all this stuff you want to know what I think about the Steven Crowder thing I don't have an opinion I don't know Steven Crowder's business. I've never given a shit about Steven Crowder's business. Steven Crowder's never darkened the door of this studio. I've never darkened the door of Steven Crowder's studio. What you guys don't understand is we at The Blaze are independent people. We're independent people. They give us incredible leeway. Listen, we're under their umbrella. They give us a platform. And for that, I am very thankful. I've never complained about it a single day. I try to honor the fact that they've honored me. It's just that simple. Uh, From what I know, Steven Crowder had a product, brought it in. He partnered with the Blaze. That's all I know. That's all I know. And so people keep asking me, what's the Blaze doing? The Blaze isn't doing anything. They've never treated me unfairly. Uh, Contracts are contracts. I've seen plenty of contracts out there in my time. Some things I don't like in the contracts. Sometimes you try to negotiate things in the contract. I literally have not paid attention to one minute of what was in supposedly that conversation between Stephen and Jeremy Boring. I don't know because I don't care. So I wish the best to Daily Wire. I wish the best to Louder with Crowder and all the people that are a, a part of that. I, I do. I have no no thing to say about it, Sarah. I just hate it when mom and dad fight. Well, I, again, it, but it happens. <laughs> I hate that it's as public as it is. Because again, and here's why the I bring it up. It. And here's why I bring it up. Because, because again, we all get lumped into it. Uh-huh. Oh, y'all must have some big thing going on. No, we really don't. There's no major cabal going on here. There's no secret society happening. I, we, you know, I show up in the morning, and and they put a microphone in front of my, front of my face, and and you know, Mark and and uh, Brandon and Chris, they they hit play over there, hit record, and I start talking about things that are on my mind. Mm-hmm. I don't sit around thinking about what other hosts are going to do. I just don't. Well, what's frustrating is you know you got brought into something, and um, if you say something to defend your position, your organization, whatever the case may be, um, you're, you must be being paid to say that. Oh, they're, right. they're telling you to say that. They're forcing you to say that. But then if you don't say anything, then they're also going to assume that <laughs> right. everything's bad, right? Exactly. So you're in a no-win See, situation. They, they've been censored. They can't say anything right, about right. it. It's, it's like, like, no, okay. we just really uh, don't have anything. So all I'm saying is we don't have, I'm saying a lot to say we don't have anything to say about it. I would, I would, well, I, here's what I have to say about it. I'm very proud to be at Blaze. We've got an incredible lineup of shows here. We've got new things that are coming out that you guys should be really excited about yeah. um, because we're like, you know, we've got Alex's show. We've got a whole bunch of stuff that that they've told us about that I'm not sure is ready for public consumption. So I don't want right. to say too much. Uh, point being, I'm really proud to be a part of the Blaze Network. It, I'm glad that Stephen had the time here that he did. And, you know, I guess it's time for him to, to do something else. But I'm I'm really excited for the future of Blaze. I wish him the best. I mean, anybody out there that thinks that either of these entities are truly being persecuted Y'all are crazy. <laughs> I'll be persecuted with fifty million dollars. I mean, That's like all I, the all the NFL players that talk about how they're slaves. It's like I, sign me up for that kind of slavery. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't have you know. Look, I, I I run a lot of stuff. I run a lot of businesses between live touring and and this show and and the different businesses that we have. Some of y'all don't even have a clue about. Uh, it, whatever. I don't have time to worry about that kind of stuff. And what's funny is, you know, people, people will come in and say, see, the Blaze executives told them to talk about this. This is damage control. <laughs> what's damaged? There's nothing damaged. People make decisions to leave all the time. Some come, some go. Mm-hmm.
Some are bigger than others. Sometimes no, it makes a headline. Nothing lasts forever. And, and it, you know, that's why I say I wish the best for everybody. But we don't sit around worrying about what uh, we, we don't have meetings, you know, up here. There, there's no think tank sitting up here telling us what we should do or think. I, that's one of the things I love being part of the blaze. They've literally never this show, notwithstanding, they've never called me on the carpet and said, hey, don't say that. I'm sure that every episode, every episode of the Chad Prather show, they're just like sweating it out. Like, it's probably something. <laughs> it's probably but, something. But you never hear about it because. Well, because at the end of the day, the thing that I try to do is be a team player. Right. You know, there's guys in here who they have a job to do. There's executives at this network. They have a job to do. They have a lot of stress. They have a job that I, quite frankly, would never want. Yeah. You know, I had an opportunity years ago to do some executive work in, with another TV network. And I said, absolutely not. That's not who I am. You think I'm going to sit behind a desk, take the phone calls and put up with everybody's egotistical vanity bullshit all day long? No, absolutely not. So I try to be not that guy. Mm -hmm. I try to. They've had. Listen, those of you, you Twitter verse people out there you've seen enough of the drama over the last several months even a couple of years that have happened surrounding blaze different things that have happened it ain't my business it ain't my business i don't want their job to have to deal with it so you know what i don't want to be another guy that adds anything to their plate so you you turn our microphone on hit record i might be the little guy with his stapler down in the basement uh that thinks he's still got a job but i'm not gonna add to their plate so yeah. anyway as long as they'll have me i'll be over here talking you know, I, look, who am I? I ain't got no big show. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, if you if you figure all the eight hundred and fifty thousand podcasts that are in the world today. Yeah, I guess our show's pretty big. But we we we, you know, we're low man on the totem pole around here. What I do think is important to not lose sight of is that the only way that we fight back against the culture war and the left is by all having some sort of semblance of sticking together. Yeah. Right. If we're all fractured, we're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. And the left loves this infighting. Well, and that in and of itself grieves me. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. You know, I love to look at things and think, well, maybe, you know, we should all just get along. I, I just know that I'm not smart enough to figure out the nuances of what everybody's talking about because I don't care. I, I don't, I'm not that smart. I don't want to stretch the, the last few brain cells that are still holding on and the synapses that are firing. I don't want to waste that electro electricity on <laughs> trying to figure out who, who's got a problem with who, Yeah. you know, you start playing recorded conversations, which I don't think is a cool move. Um, I don't. I, and again, I don't know that Steven's ever particularly liked me anyway, but I don't really give a rat's ass about that either. So I'm just saying, um, not everybody in this business gets along and not everybody in this business knows each other either. I mean, we might cross paths every now and then, but that don't mean we're, you know, shaking it up at the, at the happy hour either. So, um, quit asking me about it. <laughs> Just quit asking me about it. That's enough of that. That's, that's 12 minutes. We will never get back. <laughs> <laughs> 12 minutes that I was not prepared for. No, I wasn't prepared for it either. I just, it just, you know, it just comes off that way. And, um, do you see, if you got the, <sighs> <laughs> oh gosh, you know how, you know how Chad was just talking earlier about how he wakes up and it's just full speed. That was just an example of that because you just had 12 different thoughts yeah. in about the span of two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, you know, <laughs> I'm like, 
the way my brain just worked right there, I said, well, that was that was career suicide. So put that picture, that bullet up from Vice <laughs> right there. Uh, show, Vice ran this article on uh, on Monday where there's oh, a this. there's a shell casing and a bullet hmm. um, all still intact hmm. through the um, that basically they said that that shot through the wall from a cartel deal. Fascinating. And, and they're showing the. So now those of you who understand the anatomy of a bullet and what happens whenever you fire one out of a, um, a rifled barrel, you'll understand that that back part right there the, to the left of that you're seeing right there, that stays in the gun and gets ejected out. It's that front pointy projectile part. That's the thing that comes at you real, real fast and makes a hole. That back part, no, no, no. no. So unless they slung that with a slingshot, um, <laughs> that did not get fired out of a rifle. What's that, Brandon? It's always just so very fun when it's that blatant, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I've, I don't, I'm not a gun person because I'll kill somebody, but even <laughs> oh. I can look at that bullet and be like, I don't, I don't think they fired that. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. But that's, that's a perfect example of the media, which in that case was Vice, who is trying to push a narrative and trying to show you just how deadly... These weapons of mass destruction are, you know, that bullet went through that metal plate like that. It probably could, but not, not, not that way. Not like that. Not like that. We're not <laughs> chucking spears out here. Um, so anyway, anyway. My favorite was the, um, the, what were they? The little ear protectors. Yeah. Remember the little orange? Yeah. Ear protectors. Yeah, the little foam, yeah. the little foam uh, earplugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were bullets. <laughs> Those were they littered were in the streets. Yeah, just everywhere. Hey guys, are you tired of feeling like your personal data is at risk? Um, I don't know if you are or not, but you probably should be. And if you're worried about big tech watching every move you make, and they are, uh, if you don't want anybody else knowing where you've been or who you've met or what you're thinking, well, Startmail is a perfect solution for protecting your privacy and giving you peace of mind. Startmail's secure email service keeps your inbox safe from unwanted spying eyes, protects you from spam. Every message can be encrypted or password protected, and when you delete an email, it's gone forever. You get unlimited disposable email aliases to keep your real identity hidden online. With just a few clicks, you can easily switch from your existing email provider and start taking advantage of Startmail's enhanced privacy protection. Sign up today to save 50% on your first subscription year. That's There's never been a better time to go to startmail.com slash chat and join the thousands of people who have chosen Startmail for their email security needs. A Startmail, that's with a T, Startmail startmail.com slash chad get 50 percent off hang tight we'll be right back welcome back welcome back um and uh yeah what's up Mike Pence, apparently they found some classified, he found some classified documents at his house, too. They just got this stuff just blowing out their ass at this point. It's really weird. I, I don't think it's weird that politicians break rules, but it's really weird that all of a sudden all these politicians are just like deciding to go through every single document that they own to double check and triple check that they don't have anything and then turn it in. And then they suddenly found out that they've got something. And this is in his home in Indiana. Yeah. So here's what I think. I think this is going to be happening more and more. It's going to be prevalent. 
And who knows? My conspiracy cockles, they, they raise up thinking, yep, mm-hmm. this is how you bring in the one world government. This is how you bring in WEF. This is how you bring it. Because, again, you undermine every politician in the state. And by that, I mean uh, the, the, the union. And you can't trust mm-hmm. any of them. Yeah. So, see, it's all compromised. It's all undermined. And so can't trust any of it. So now you bring in a, you know, UN controlled or some kind of deal like that. It's just weird. Now we're a long way from that, but yeah. you never know. You never know. I mean, look, we, we can't, See, we can't, we can't pay our debt. Right. They're wanting to raise the debt ceiling. I don't think we're going to default on any loans here, but we're broke. Mm-hmm. Um, our politicians are, are um, compromised. And the only one who had the ability to declassify any documents that were found is Donald Trump. Something tells me he is not going to let Mike Pence off the hook by saying I declassified them. Reasonably certain. But still, the thing that I want to say about that is where's the FBI raid? Mm-hmm. Even on Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do it on Mike Pence because no. he's part of it. Right. Swampy. You know, it's funny. They're because not scared of Mike Pence. No, no. I, um, I had a conspiracy theory as well, but mine was a lot more simple minded than yours, which was just that. Mike, because as you pointed out, Mike Pence is part of it, um, yeah. and he wanted to take some of the you know attention away from Joe Biden, who was vice president, by being like, "Oh, look, I have these documents too. Everybody has them. It's not a big deal. Yeah. We can just move on." You're probably closer to the truth. I don't know. Maybe yours was yours was much more like Glenn Beckish. Mine's elaborate. Yeah, I, mine was I, much mine more. Was a little just... more Alex Jonesish than it was even <laughs> Glenn. Not even sure Glenn would take it that far fetched, but uh, yeah, that's probably a good chance that that that's that. Let's see what what uh, Jelaine Maxwell, Jizzy Lane, Jizzy Lane Don't. Maxwell. You know they had a phone call with her. Do we have a clip of that? Let's play it. No, he didn't. I don't believe he did. I believe that he was uh, murdered. Well, shocked. No one did. How has it happened? Because um, as far as I was concerned, he was going to, I was sure he was going to appeal. And I was sure that he was covered under the non-prosecution agreement. Yeah. Um, I, but I wasn't in the indictment. So I wasn't mentioned, I, wa- I wasn't even one of the co-composers. All right, so now, those of you obviously aren't keeping up, if you're not keeping up, then that Jelaine Maxwell, of course, is the late Jeffrey Epstein, um, who was a child molester, mm-hmm. uh, billionaire. <sighs> That's his girlfriend. She was the one who went out and found Yeah, I would say girlfriend women. is not quite... Well, she was, but she but but there, that, she was but much that more at the than end that. of it. Yeah, she, was she was the one who that. basically helped supply the women to these elites. Mm-hmm. Not only Jeffrey Epstein, but to his cronies that will never know the names on the list, unfortunately. I want to know them all. I want to know them all. And if you go back a couple years now, um, we did that expose, that three-part expose here on uh, Epstein. And, um, you know, Jelaine Maxwell's father was suicided, threw him off the top of a boat. Um. And if you know her story, 
she's no stranger to these scenarios in her own life. And so, you know, you hear her say, well, I think he was murdered. He didn't hang himself. You know, she might know a little something from experience based on what the circumstances surrounding Epstein hmm. were. So uh, I don't know. I Listen, um, she's got to be in somewhat fear of her own mortality. Yeah. You know. Now, I think she's protected, though. I, I think there's too many names on that list that they just can't let out, you know. And there's players out there that you wouldn't even recognize their names. That's the thing that I don't think we realize. There's, there's major players out there that controlled wor control world affairs that, you know, we mentioned celebrity names. I don't think those are the ones. That it's, it's the ones out there that have the true power. Celebrities can go away. They can get new celebrities. They can raise those up in a heartbeat. Uh, speaking of that, sort of. So DeMar Hamlin, you've been paying attention to this controversy? Yes. All right. So he makes an appearance at the Buffalo Bills game there in Buffalo on Sunday. Mm -hmm. But was it him? That's that's the that's the controversy. Because you never see theory. him. You know, he's always in the hoodie. He's yeah. supposed to be on oxygen. They did CPR for nine minutes on the man on the field. You're going to have some broken ribs. And he's, you know, in the thing with his arms above his head uh, in the press box or in the suite up there. He's he's, you know, got all the heavy stuff on the mm -hmm. jackets and the hoodies. That's a heated suite up there. You never really see his face. The ones you did see look like a lighter skin tone than what DeMar has. Then there's people who post other pictures that, oh, you're a bunch of conspiracy theorists. Here's a picture of him there at the game. I don't know if it was. It uh, wasn't from the same. The, the, it wasn't from the, the same one that deal. I saw was not from the same you day. You know, his mother and his brother come through the deal, the entrance. They're not with him. Mm -hmm. You never really saw his face. It's weird, right? Well, it is weird. I mean, and there's I mean, no, there's and again, no oxygen tank, as you mentioned. Like he would be on, on oxygen. oxygen. And then there's the guy, he's wearing, he's got not only a hoodie on over his head, mm -hmm. but he's wearing a mask over his nose and mouth, which is further depleting the flow right. of oxygen, oxygen into him. Yeah. Um, if I had cardiac arrest two weeks ago on the football field, and they cracked all my ribs trying to revive me, and then you know, then had to resuscitate me again once I was in the hospital. Hmm. I just don't think I'm coming to the football game. <laughs> it's just you know? really bizarre. So what's the deal? Now, this is something we'll know. We will know. See, again, uh, right. again, my conspiracy cockles rise up, yeah. and I go, suddenly his charity made, what, $6 million? Uh -huh. did, did that, was that some kind of a hush money for the family to say, look, he ain't with us anymore, but we're going to make everybody believe he is. It's just fascinating to see it play out. Obviously, it's at, at a certain point, we're going to have to, like, we will know, yeah. right? You'll either, have to know. Either he's going to return to the team and play or... Or, or you'll at least see him. He'll give an interview right, or right. something. Now, again, I don't... Do I believe all that? No. It, but it's fascinating but it, to, but again, to read this about. Is what this, that's what we like to do. We like to sit around and discuss these wild ideas. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody will jump on our backs and say, you guys just want to shut up. Shut no. up. Y'all are no fun at parties. I, well, I also think that it, it, it does bring up an important point, which is this is how little trust the general public has none right with with everyone at the top right e including the nfl but i mean this this is how little everyone trusts those who are in power yeah we have no trust anymore no when there's gaps we're gonna fill in the blanks and that's dangerous it's like oh here comes the covidiots with their conspiracies <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you know, turned out to be true. About. So I guarantee you, our conversations around the fire are way more interesting than your riri conversations, where you sit over there clutching your pearls. Well, and they sh- they can't he- they can't hear each other because they're wearing the damn masks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody sent me a message uh, through my website saying, "Did you say? Uh, did you? Uh, what did, was it that you said about the masks? Uh, I don't know. Go watch the show again and find." I don't understand why if people are having surgery, they wear masks. And oh, you're, put, and you're putting down people that are wearing masks. I can't believe that you would do such a thing. Um, I Pay better attention is all I'm going to say. <laughs> when they cut you open, they do not want droplets of saliva falling Inside into your you. open wound. Yeah, they don't, they don't want that falling into you. Um, you breathing par- air particles or virus particles or viral particles, that's a different story. I promise you, uh, when the doctor, he could still breathe through that mask he's wearing. He, st- he could still breathe through it because it covers his nose and his mouth. That means air and therefore particles are still passing through the mask. Right. He's not stopping that. He's stopping droplets. Right. So they- that when he speaks, when he says, hey, nurse, um, wipe the sweat off my brow. Uh, the, the spit particles that come out of his mouth, they don't go inside you when he's doing brain surgery and causing an infection. There's a big difference. And um, no, it's actually been reasonably proven that, uh, listen, yeah, you can put a mask on. You can put a mask on and it probably will stop a large portion of the crap you're sharing with everybody in the room with you. But here's the deal. It's still not going to stop everything. And it's, it's, that's not how you live life. Right. It's just not how you live life. You don't spend your life going, oh my God, I got to be protected from everybody around me. You know, if that's true, then why in the world do you go out to a restaurant at all if you're so afraid? Because I don't know if you know this or not, but when you take that fork that's been in tens of thousands of other mouths there at the Cracker Barrel, and shove it in your face hole, and it's just been through some hot water and a little soap, or you put that cup up to your mouth and you drink from it, yeah, just stay home. Yeah. Just stay home. Well, maybe it hasn't been through soap. You don't know that. You don't know that. You, you have know no how many idea. times I've been to a place and I picked it up and I can see the lipstick still on the glass? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I, I used to have somebody say, I can't believe you're just going to drink straight from the cup. I don't like drinking through straws. I don't like drinking through straws. I'm a grown ass man. I'm not a kid. I don't like drinking through straws, you know. And so it's like I can't believe you're going to put that lip. You know, people sitting there with a fork full of salad. And they're like, I can't believe you're going to put that cup right there to your mouth. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay, stupid. They came out of the same washing machine. All right. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders of the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers service. Get this, with all three major networks, that means if you're with the big three and you like the service but you hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They offer a performance guarantee. So if you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks so you can get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. So this new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. 100% U.S.-based customer service team there at Patriot Mobile makes it easy to switch. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash chat or you can call them 972. Uh, Oh, they changed the number. Watch out. 878-PATRIOT. Look at that. Well, I was on cruise control right there. 
878 patriot i bet if you call 972 patriot they still answer it it threw me off when i read that i was like wait 878 is that an area 878 it is patriot all right well get free activation today with offer code chad i spell it chad patriotmobile.com or call them 878 patriot new number we'll be right back All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. We still have a show here. They haven't turned off the lights yet. Uh, you know why? It's because we, we win here. We, we're full of victories. That's right. And, uh, well, I'll be honest with you. It's not often that we get to come on here and tell you about the victories that we have on this show over the left. Uh, we fight the culture war. We do. But rarely does either side limp off the field of battle having fully won the day. So when I come before you, Oh, with joy and, and just excitement on my lips, you can rest assured that I stand just singing upon the slain and defeated carcass of some woke colossus. Now, in this case, the Mars Candy Company. Remember us talking about them? Uh, vigilance sometimes pay off. In short, I appear before your eyes and in the opening of your ear holes to make the bold claim, not only of victory, but of personal responsibility. Now, let me back up for a minute. I'm sure you remember over the past year or so, Mars, that's the candy company, they've been uh, touting the ever-increasing diversity of its M&M's spokes candies, which appear in annoying commercials if you're watching TV or you're the peasant type who doesn't pay for YouTube premium. And recently in a move of overtly servicing of its woke constituency that it should get busted in the back of an you know, in the back of an Asian massage parlor, Mars started pulling moves like creating female-only bags of M&Ms. But just the other day, all of that came to a crashing halt. Mars has walked back its spokes candies to the point of shelving them indefinitely and hiring Maya Rudolph to be their new spokesperson. And they put out a message to all of us as well. Brandon, put up the graphic, please. So just a highlight says, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. Yeah, we're really talking about this. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet, but now we get it. Even a candy shoes can be polarizing, which was the last thing M&Ms wanted since we're all bringing people, we're all about bringing people together. And then the bit about Maya Rudolph, who's a decent comic actor and will no doubt serve them well. Now, on to the meat of all this. The part I'm interested it's interested in is that this happened right after I pointed out how silly it was on this show. So I'm going to assume that this was my doing. That's right. You're welcome, people. Uh, you get tired of having woke candies thrown at you every time you turn around and face a television set. Now, if you recall... I said at the time that the marketing people at Mars were taking a calculated risk that the majority of the people who buy their products are virtue signaling wokesters and not just everyday Americans who don't give a shit about the opinions of some computer-generated candies advertising what, from their perspective, amounts to cannibalism. That's right. The big question on everybody's mind when it comes to this whole controversy should be, why is this even a thing? Why is there even a controversy to begin with? Nobody looks to the Mars Corporation for political, intellectual, or spiritual guidance. We look to them when we need a reasonable pharmacological substitute for sexual gratification. That's right. We like sugar. We look to them when we absolutely positively want to get diabetes but don't want to wait around for it to happen. When we you know, look to them when there's no alcohol or cocaine in which to bury our sorrows on any given day. In short, we look at them as freaking candy, nothing else. So go lick your wounds, Mighty Mars Corporation, and maybe come back at us with some advertisement. You know, something we all care to hear from you about. Uh, meanwhile, um, 
I'm taking the W on this one, mofos. That's right. I got this. We should put this over in Glenn's museum right here. <laughs> the the woke candies, M and M's. That's their upside down. That's the one that they came out with. It's got the uh, the the tranny candy on it. Um, supporting women, flipping the status quo. I'm gonna eat these girls. <laughs> so, I actually had to just look up because I. You notice on their statement, they said even the sneak, even sneakers, even shoes can be polarizing, right? Well, they're racist. Well, no, that's why I was like, wait, it was the shoes? I thought it was the whole, you know, flipping it upside down and trying to. Well, apparently the green M&M used to have go-go boots and Mm -hmm. they changed it to white sneakers because they wanted to create a world where everyone feels like they belong. Yeah. Which is a very odd thing to say and if you go back those of you who are like truly truly supporters of this show you go back we actually talked about that uh, i think last year early last year about the boot issue i had no idea because they switched that they switched that around i had forgotten about it yeah I mean, we talked about it but i forgot about it because like, we were talking about how crazy this thing has gone in this so-called culture war or whatever for inclusion and acceptance they didn't want it to be too feminine they wanted it to be oh well this is a shoe that anybody might be wearing which is so weird because, like, they, the other characters had regular shoes. It was just this one, right? Right. So if you want to create a world where – it's dumb that I'm even argue, have, are having to argue this. But if you wanted to create a world where everyone felt included, wouldn't you want to include also the boots for more feminine people what, what and the sneakers for I mean, more I mean, what, non-feminine people? Here, here's the fascinating thing about all of this stuff. And, and this is candy we're talking about. <laughs> That's candy. why I'm like, I feel stupid even making this point, but I'm just, no, say, but I just want it to make the, sense. But what matters is the mindset right. behind it. Right, right. That's so, what I want it to make sense. So, okay. So if you go out there and you market something that is very strongly feminine from a historical value standpoint, like here's a woman. She's beautiful. She's shapely, voluptuous, whatever. She's beaut. I mean, she's she has all of the balance to you know the 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 external values that we have normally associated. You know, Bridget Bardot, mm-hmm. uh, Sophia Loren, Marilyn Monroe. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying. We look at that. And we say that is stereotypical beauty. You promote that, and you are public enemy number one mm-hmm. these days. Okay, you got to put fat models on a Sports Illustrated swimsuit. You got to put fat models or trans models on Victoria's Secrets. Right. The angels can't look like six foot eight Amazon gorgeous things that you would love to climb. You you can't do that anymore. It's got to be some kind of transsexual. It's got to be some kind of hermaphroditic entity that nobody can even tell what it is um is but these are candies these are it's candy but you can't have anything that is overtly feminine unless it's a man right being overtly feminine unless it's a man stealing women's sports and scholarships then that's a and, different story yeah. so if you got dylan mulvaney running around what's his name yeah yeah running around washington dc with his prissy ass and a little you know like he's like he's the second coming of mary tyler moore <laughs> Then, you know, throwing his hat in the air and his dick falls out. I, I like, and we're supposed to say, oh, he is such a champion for women's rights. Well, he's got a dick and balls. <laughs> he just went in and got surgery recently to make his face more feminine. In other words, he doesn't want to keep getting the five o'clock shadow. 
But he didn't bother to cut his giblets off. Right. But I would just like to also add, I'm, I am happy for your victory, the Chad Prather Show victory. I'm here for this. T- take the victory lap. However, I, I also don't think that the company actually learned anything from it because they, uh, like, the problem wasn't that you had these cute little candies well, on I'm the package, the right? Like on the out. commercials, on the, that was not the problem. Nobody cared that you had cartoon candies doing your commercials. The problem was the agenda behind it. And they still didn't seem to connect those things. <laughs> and really these are eating. nasty. <laughs> I hate M&M's. Like purple, I ate the purple one because I like to eat the feminine ones. <laughs> and that reminded me of an ex. <laughs> Crusty. Well, purple. We went there. Well, whatever. I don't think anybody is shocked. <laughs> no one is surprised. No. That we went there. No. Remember the the fable that the green one. Yeah. Was like an aphrodisiac. Yeah. Well, the red one used to cause cancer. Back in the day, like in the fifties. Really? Yeah. They got rid of the fifties. Uh, way back then, they got rid of the red ones. Because they discovered that the dye they were using to make the red ones. That's why uh-uh. um, there's a movie. There's a movie out there where it's like he goes back in time. I'm trying to remember the movie now. And he says, oh, you bought an Edsel. His dad pulls up and he's like, oh, you bought an Edsel. Because that was a, a lemon of a car, you know. They uh-huh. just didn't know it at the time. And then he goes, and the kid's eating M&Ms. He's like, yeah, don't eat the red ones. Huh. Yeah, anyway, hang tight. We'll be right back. I had no idea. So many stupid things that we've we haven't gotten to all week long. Like, do you see the story where Lori Lightfoot she had a solution for getting mugged in Chicago? No. How not to do it? Have you not seen that? No. Play that clip, boys. And your solution is, I just explained it. We have been in Little Village working with those street vendors, understanding what the nature of the crime is, <clears throat> making sure that we're doing things in concert with them okay. to help them uh, 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 make sure that their money is secure, not use money if at all possible, using. Okay. Um, other forms of transactions to take care of themselves. Wait. Don't, yeah, don't use money. <laughs> what? Her solution to not get mugged in Chicago is don't carry cash. <laughs> don't carry cash. Well, I mean, you can't get robbed without money. She has a fair point. <laughs> well, you can get murdered. You can, and also they can still take your credit cards. Yeah. I do I like, mean, it also reminds me of when LA in Beverly Hills was like, hey, don't wear your Rolex in public because they'll probably get, yeah. it'll get you robbed. Well, that was the thing way back about, you know, wearing diamonds, you know, wearing yeah. diamond rings or they just cut your hand off or yeah. whatever. Just cut your finger off. Take the whatever. That's a whole lot like victim shaming. Listen, life listen doing Eric, a great job. Buddy Eric July on your show Monday had the perfect, perfect solution to all this stuff. It's it, when we were showing the largely peaceful riots, mm-hmm. protests that were going on in Atlanta, they're mm-hmm. burning the city down. He's like, just let store owners and property owners right. just take care of their own shit. Right. You do that. You go, oh, what do y'all want? The Wild West? Well, the city's burning down. It's pretty Wild West right now. <laughs> I, would, I would say that that would be Wild West. I mean, let's, we could fix it in a heartbeat. You, you want to do that in Chicago? Look, you already cleaning up 69 murders a, a week in Chicago. 
Just let people defend themselves. Like, let law-abiding people defend themselves. You know, it's fascinating, too, because so many people on the left seem to have this idea. They always come back with, like, oh, you think that property, your property is worth someone else's life? It's like, well, they're the ones who apparently thought that, right? Not (laughs) me. So I started blasting. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I mean... Yeah. F- around, find out. Yeah. yeah you, I worked for that. It's my livelihood. Hard, you I better mean, freaking believe it's worth spent, your life if you try to come in and take it from me. Right. I spent my life, my energy, my days, my you know, all my stuff trying to, you know, everything I got trying to build something and own something. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to protect something. Right. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And, and you, you, budget, boo, 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 <laughs> progressive people on the, on the wherever, y- y'all are on the spectrum. I mean, you really are because you think that, you really think that. We're supposed to believe that you value human life. Right. Right. That's a I good mean, point. Kamala Harris in her speech on Sunday, or whenever it was, she didn't even bother to mention the right to life. Mm-hmm. So she's just telling us what your values are. You don't care about unborn babies. You don't care about children. I mean, that picture that went around with whatever that circus performer or whatever it was holding the microphone at the kid's mouth like it was his dinger. I don't know where that was from. I don't, I don't, I, I don't even want to search it out. I didn't share it on my socials because I'm like, you know what? Enough people are sharing that thing around. You know, the drag people. Y'all don't care about kids. You don't care about their peace of mind. You want to cut their genitals off. Mm-hmm. You know, ooh, yeah, all in the name of just making them all. You don't care about people. Well, you Chad, don't care about people. They cared so much about the death of George Floyd that they robbed a bunch of Nike stores and Louis Vuittons. Yeah, start bashing everything in. and mm-hmm. I mean... You you right you burn things down it, you it, it's it's like what what are we doing here y'all say oh we we have to protect human life oh you don't give a shit about human life no nope. look at a food pyramid where they came out and said that uh, frosted mini wheats and and uh, lucky, lucky charms, charms is healthier than steak mm-hmm. y'all don't care about human life you spray Roundup on your wheat and then grind that stuff up and feed it to yourselves and think your body's gonna break it down you Bill Gates sends eight million dollars to Africa to fund abortion for population control mm-hmm. I mean they sat over there in Davos last week talking about how the world's overpopulated how we got to get this population under control got to bring it on down you sat there and stuck stuck a untested uh jabby jab in everybody's arm and and hoped it worked and people were like you know, it goes around. I've seen this thing on Twitter where everybody's asking, what about what made you decide not to get vaccinated? Uh, I'm not f-ing stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's that's where I was at on that whole deal. You know, I don't drink the shit water and I don't bring some stuff out of a lab and start shoving it in my arm and through it through through a needle. I mean, how's that? I mean, this is what made you decide to, well, you know, I don't stick cucumbers in my asshole either. Like, there's just some things you just don't do. I mean, some of you are freaky deaky out there and y'all want to do that kind of thing because that's your kink, but whatever. I Like, I'm not going to come in a room and watch you do it. And as soon as you come out of there going, oh, everybody's got to put a cucumber in their ass, I'm going to disregard you as insane. Because that ain't, that ain't how I roll, man. It's just not. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's certain things you don't do. Like you don't jump in a cage with a baboon either and say, hey, you know, strap a rubber on. Let's get at it. I mean, I would say the, the more logical question would be what made you decide to get the vaccine? Yeah. 
I mean, they told you to do it. I mean, you're that simple. They just told you to do it. Right. Here, get this medical procedure. Promise you it's safe. Yeah. And we hadn't tested it. I mean, they called it Operation Warp Speed. Like, <laughs> like you seen that movie, The Fly, with Jeff Goldblum, where he where he gets in and he goes from one pod to the next pod. That's warp speed. Whoop! He just suddenly and guess what? There was a fly in the fucking chamber with him. And guess what? When they reconstructed him. Part of the DNA of the fly was now him, and he became this thing that puked on people and ate their brains. <laughs> so forgive me if I don't trust modern science where they want to alter my DNA at warp speed. So, yeah, where's them damn M&Ms? <laughs> I swear to God. Don't eat the red ones. Don't eat the red ones. It causes cancer. <laughs> I mean, again, the red ones cause cancer. Yeah, I said when we went to break, I was like, the they funny really thing is, like shit, Sarah. What? <laughs> the you funny said- thing is, they probably just like rebranded the same red dye that they were using and called it a different red, you know, red number six, and they're still giving it to us in all of our food. Listen, I now know why they had to do such a huge deal to try to promote these candies with with wokeism because the candy tastes like shit. <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> Have y'all had M and M's lately? It's they're not good. Yeah, I don't because, think I've because, had M and M's in years. Because the peanut flavor detracts from yeah. that nasty chocolate. That is that is toxic chocolate. Just a, toxic chocolate. Yeah, that's a band right there. That's a that's an R and B band. <laughs> Talk, we toxic chocolate. <laughs> Soul gravy. The new boys to men. <laughs> toxic ah! chocolate. Woo! I got some things I gotta tell you. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Gotta hurry up and get out of here. I gotta, I gotta go cleanse my palate with the poison that is Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Have you learned nothing, Chad? They, they do not care about human life. Is my point. So Lori Lightfoot, listen, just let people defend themselves. If you, hey, listen, if y'all want to depopulate the earth, just let us fight it out. Let, let, keep the governments out of it. Yeah. Let us just take care of our shit. We'll settle it. I'm I am going to uh, place a bet, a very large bet on the side with the guns. We used to do it. Yeah. We used to slap each other in the face with a glove and be like, come on, we'll see you at dawn. Let's have at it. Rat tat tat. Anyway. All right, Sarah. Um, whew, American Beauty by Sarah dot com. Where you can get your make ups and uh, you need it. They will not leave the little lipstick thing on the glass. You won't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's we. Yeah. Uh, Y'all got good stuff. Our liquid mat is. Uh, you're gonna make really like millions of dollars off of that product because it's parallel so. economy. I'm telling you, you got people got to support that. It's what we're working on. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, it's it, and it really is. It's something I believe in. It's something that is You've really got important. Got the right values and all that kind of stuff. Now I'm embarking on a brand new inv- adventure. Uh, we're gonna be in Joplin, Missouri, and um, Friday night. The Roxy Entertainment Center. And uh, the four of us, me, Dustin Sims, Zach Rushing, Jesse Payton, Buckwild mm. Comedy Tour. It's not for everybody. I'm telling you, it is not for everybody. If you are a thin-skinned reread, don't come to this show. If you were offended by the amount of times that Chad said f*** in this episode, don't go. <laughs> Whole lot of bleeps. <laughs> Love you, mama. Uh, and then just me, I'm going to be in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I hope the weather cooperates because we're coming in there, baby. Uh, my, uh, my agent doesn't own an almanac or a globe. So, uh, yeah, they don't realize the weather changes, but we're going to be at Fort Wayne, Indiana, and then a bunch of stuff. Just go to chadpratherlive.com 
And uh, don't forget, you can use promo code CHAD20 over at uh, chadonblaze.com. Buy some t-shirts and the mugs and all that good stuff. And then subscribe to blazetv.com slash chad. Use promo code CHAD. And save $10 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Um, yeah. And, you kind of uh, just channeled Mark Levin there. Huh? You kind of just channeled Mark Levin. Mark Levin. <laughs> Mr. Producer. Listen, Mr. Producer. <laughs> Uh, he's never darkened my door either. To be fair, <laughs> I've never seen him in this building. Hey, I've, he's never. I've never darkened his door. So you know, <laughs> Stephen ain't the only one. It just we're all doing our own thing, and that's okay. I love you. God bless you. Bye. <laughs>